0: When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. My prayer came to you in your holy temple. Jonah 2.7 Dear God, thank you for teaching us today that obeying your voice is always the right thing to do. And there's nowhere we can go where you aren't with us. God, you are so strong, mighty, and loving. The rain and the winds and even the fish in the sea know your voice. We want to know your voice too. Thank you for being the God of second chances. In Jesus' name I pray.
1: Amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids' Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code BLESSED. The Prophet Jonah In our last story, Elisha served his life as a prophet and went to be with the Lord. In this story, we will learn about another prophet, a reluctant prophet named Jonah, who will be sent by God to preach against Nineveh, as inspired by Jonah. Hey,
0: it's Julia Sadler here. I'm glad you're here with us for another story from Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today, we're going to hear a popular story you may have heard before. But first, let's pause and pray silently in our hearts, asking God to teach us something new today, something we might not have understood before. Okay, let's dive in and go for a swim with Jonah.
1: The Lord told Jonah the prophet, Leave right now and go to Nineveh. Go and tell those people that I'm going to judge them because of their evil ways. Jonah knew that God was good and merciful, that he would forgive Nineveh if they asked for forgiveness. Jonah didn't want that to happen, so he decided to ignore God's will and ran away to a seaport town called Jabba. He got a ticket for a ship going to Tarshish. He wanted to get as far away from God's will so there would be no way that Nineveh could hear God's message and repent. When the ship left port, God sent a storm to hit it. Sailors and people on the boat were scared. The storm was so bad that it was about to destroy the ship and they would drown. The sailors threw all the cargo off of the boat so that they could lighten the boat. When it didn't help, they became desperate and prayed to their gods. While all of this was happening, Jonah was taking a nap in the hold of the boat. The captain found and woke him up You're sleeping? There's a massive storm outside. We're about to die. Get up and pray to your God. Ask him to stop this storm. Given a little more time, the sailors on the ship figured that the storm was because of one specific person on the boat. They decided that they were going to pull straws to see who the person was. After pulling the shortest straw, everyone realized that it was Jonah have you done to cause this storm? Who are you? Jonah was embarrassed. He knew exactly what happened to cause the storm. I serve the Lord God, the one who created the sea, the sky, and the ground. I've been running away from him. As soon as he said that, the thunder got louder and the rain poured harder, causing all the men to lose focus for a second. Snapping back together, they glared at Jonah and screamed over the thunder. What should we do to you to stop this storm? God only wants one thing. He won't calm the storm until he gets it. You guys have to throw me overboard, Jonah yelled back. The men didn't want to do this. They thought Jonah was pretty innocent. They tried to fight against the storm and get back to the shore, but there was no such luck. They all cried out to the Lord and asked for forgiveness for what was about to happen. The men picked up Jonah in their arms and tossed him off the boat into the water. As soon as Jonah hit the water, the storm stopped. The men were in awe of what had happened and realized that the God Jonah served was real. They got down on their hands and knees on the deck and worshipped the Lord. They all promised to serve him with their lives. God had sent a large fish to swallow Jonah as his body began to fall further from the surface. The fish gulped down Jonah, and Jonah stayed in the fish's stomach for three days. He laid with seaweed and knew that the fish was swimming in the deep sea. Jonah prayed and prayed, letting God know that he knew it was him who put him inside the fish. Jonah told God, I'll give you whatever you want, Lord. I'll thank you for your will and do what you want me to do. As Jonah finished his prayer, the Lord told the fish to bring Jonah back to land. So the fish did as told and went to the shore. He vomited Jonah onto the sand. What
0: a story, can you even imagine being swallowed by a giant fish? Talk about learning a hard lesson. When God told the prophet Jonah to go to Nineveh, Jonah was not too excited. Nineveh was a huge crowded city in a very important country. It was not a city in Israel that Jonah was familiar with, and the people there were very powerful. God said that because of their evil ways, he was going to judge their nation. But he wanted Jonah to warn them. That way, if they listened, they would repent and God would not have to punish them. But as we heard, Jonah didn't like that idea one bit. So he said, no way am I doing that. That was his mistake number one. After all, these people have been disobeying God for a long time and Jonah did not feel like they deserved God's mercy. Why shouldn't they be punished? As we can see, Jonah's heart was not very clean. He was feeling jealous, mad, and as if he knew better than God. And that's usually where sin begins, in our hearts. So he ran, mistake number two. Jonah ignored what God said and went in the opposite direction on a ship to a faraway place called Tarshish. Now let's pause for a minute. Is it possible to run away from God? I mean, is there anywhere you can go where God can't find you? I bet you know the answer to that. We learned this lesson a while back from King David, and we find it in Psalm 139, seven through 10. David says, there's nowhere I can go that you aren't with me. Above, beneath, or anywhere in between. God is always with you no matter what you do or where you go. Okay, so Jonah hopped on board the ship to get away. But God sent a huge violent storm to bring him back. The storm was so bad that the sailors were super scared and thought they were going to die. They tried everything, throwing off cargo, praying to their false gods, fighting against the storm, but nothing was working. Finally, the sailors figured out that Jonah was actually the reason all this was happening. Jonah told them to throw him overboard and the storm would stop. So off he flew into the high seas and immediately the storm stopped. But that's not the coolest part. We also heard that these sailors who did not know God now believed in him because of what they saw. They understood that the God Jonah served was real and present. They got on their knees and promised to serve this one true God forever. That's a great example of what God does so often. Sometimes hard things we go through can actually point others to Jesus. When we tell others about our God and people see his work in our lives, they want to know him too. Then comes the crazy part, the part you probably think about when you hear the name Jonah. God sent a huge giant fish to snag him from the water and swallow him up. We heard that Jonah lived in the belly of that fish, floating around with seaweed for three whole days. Since there wasn't much else to do, and since Jonah knew he had made the biggest mistake ever by running from God, he spent all his time talking to God. And that is never a mistake. Wouldn't you love to hear this conversation? We hear a little bit of it in Jonah chapter two. Jonah's heart has turned from being sinful to being thankful. He knows God saved him and he's ready to obey. He's ready for a second chance. And if you know anything about our wonderful loving father, you know he loves to give us second chances, just like he did for Jonah. One more thing about those three days inside the fish. We've learned before how the older stories in the Bible so often point to Jesus in the New Testament. Just as the fish swallowed Jonah and came out three days later, Jesus was swallowed up by death and rose from the grave three days later in obedience to his father. It's almost as if God is saying, you think this is a cool story? Just wait until you see how I will one day rescue you from sin. At the end of today's story, the Lord told the fish to bring Jonah back to land. Now, does that mean that a fish can hear God speak? Sure it does. The Bible says that all creation knows God's voice. It's the very voice that created everything in heaven and earth. Just as God spoke to the storm, telling it to stop when Jonah went overboard, he spoke to the fish. Can you think of a time when God spoke to your heart? Maybe he encouraged you with a promise from the Bible or asked you to do something nice for someone else. Something that showed them God's love. God speaks to us in all sorts of ways. And when he does, the best thing to do is to listen and obey. Just ask Jonah. Thanks for listening to this crazy, fun, exciting, true story today. And be sure to come back next time to hear how the book of Jonah ends. The Bible really is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you. And it's all true. Did you enjoy our podcast today? Write a review to guide other families to us and share joy across the world. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today.